compressed, wonky, chunky, whatever. I'm watching Mad Max Fury Road right now. Great movie. Uh, witness me. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, uh, the first couple of minutes we're talking about the WNBA, and that's where we're at right now. So we're just going to kind of jump halfway in between the, the conversation. But we hope you enjoy the episode, and we're super excited for a super great season. Dang, this is a good movie champions too they also have a fantastic team well they usually do but yeah i mean it's it's a long way from now uh is it yeah i mean mean, football spring football came it's true but before we get too off the rails just i want to go through some of the stuff that's happened in the w and just in case you haven't been following uh this season has just been insane basically when it comes to stats when it comes to anything like that um here's just kind of like one I like that kind of illustrates how ridiculous it's been. And that's that Jewel Lloyd, the, the Seattle storm, uh, shooting guard. Uh, she broke the single season scoring record for points and the storm weren't very good. She was taking a lot of shots. Um, and she's really good. And so it kind of makes sense that she was kind of set up to succeed there. Um, but it doesn't stop there because she broke the single season scoring record, but, Second and third place are also from this year <laughs> in the single season scoring record. That's funny. And so it goes Jewel Lloyd, single season, and then Brianna Stewart. We know her. We know her. Also a Seattle Storm, was last year, now in the Liberty, um, who is up for MVP. Yeah, hence, uh, the, MVP hence conversation. the super team. Too. Hence the super team. Right. Um, and then Aja Wilson, who is on the, Ve- on the Las Vegas Aces, She's third. Right. And all from 2023. Is that rookie Asia Wilson? No. No, Asia Wilson is not a rookie. Uh, she was MVP last year. I must be thinking of somebody else. Oh, yeah. Man, you got you to gotta catch up. I got to catch up. On this, on this women's basketball shit, bro. I'm almost on it. I'm almost there. So, single season points just, like, completely blown out of the water by three different people. Next, we have Alyssa Thomas of the Connecticut Sun. Breaking the record, breaking the record for triple doubles in uh, WNBA season. So another MVP candidate. All respect to her. Brianna Stewart, another record for her. Most forty-point games in a WNBA season. And that's not an arbitrary number. Forty points is hard to get to. All this season. Yeah, for most forty-point games in a season. Wow. Uh, Asia Wilson, who we brought up earlier, Mm -hmm. had the had fifty-three points. In a game, the I most in that. WNBA history. I saw that. She's ridiculous. She also she might win MVP again this year, and she might win Defensive Player of the Year. Mm. Um, Sabrina Ionescu, you know Sabrina Ionescu, she w- won the three point contest. Okay. At the WNBA All Star Game, mm-hmm. and she won. She got thirty seven points out of a possible forty, and the next best. In the W was 30 points. Yeah. The next best, just in general, WNBA, NBA, was Steph Curry and Tyrese Halliburton with 31. Wow. So she beat that by six. <laughs> she beat that by six points. The best three-point shooter of the year in She had the best three-point shooting contest performance of all time by right. far. <laughs> wow. And she's had a ridiculous season, too. Yeah. Uh, man... <laughs> There's there's just so much. Yeah. There's so much. And the playoffs have started. Uh, 
It's some of the games have been a little lopsided, uh, <laughs> as, a can, little bit lopsided, which can be expected when yeah. they're like two super teams. Two super teams. That's um, cool. I've never heard of anything like two super teams in one. It's one kind of league. ridiculous, especially when the league is uh, is a little bit smaller. Yeah. Than you know, like the NBA. Yeah. You'd expect like every team to be just a margin, yeah, marginally well, better, but like having two super teams, like the concentration of players, yeah. like in such a small league, really like makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I mean it's it's kind of ridiculous. I'm just kind of sad that the Storm were good last year, because uh, the way the WNBA draft works is it takes into account your record the past two years. Right. So we only get a top four pick, even though we were, like, the worst team. Um, <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. But I just wanted to shout out those people, you know, give them their flowers, their respect. Uh, Absolutely. Because just, like, a, an insane season. Uh, I'm so glad I got to go see a Storm game. Yeah, look at you. Um, got to see Jewel Lloyd in action. Uh, Jordan Horston was pretty good, too. Uh, Ezzy Magbagor is also on the Storm forward on the storm mm-hmm. uh up there in defensive player of the year uh voting and first time all-star so congrats to her as well mm. um but yeah that's all i got to say for the WNBA. we can move on to some football i know i know ryan that's probably more in your field just uh, a little bit but yeah i just i felt like it was necessary you know to acknowledge yeah. some of these some of these players mm-hmm. and uh what they've been doing i think it's important to expose other people to the joys of other sports. Oh, 100%. There's yeah. a lot of joy to be 100%. held. 100%. I think especially like... I, and I just love basketball. Yeah. And if, if you truly love basketball, like, man, it's everywhere. Yeah. EuroLeague. <laughs> EuroLeague. Come on. Your come, come on. on. Everywhere. Okay. All right. Let's get into some football. It's, it's fucking football It's time. fucking football time. I love that. Woo! Yeah. Ooh. We just clipped. We just clipped so hard. Yeah, Shit. we're gonna can't put that on Spotify. Oh my god! All right, we're gonna get struck. All right, week one, what happened? Week one, it was kind man, of a, it was it, kind of a shit show. From honestly. a fantasy perspective, week one, I feel like it was last the, year was like this too. No, but it was statistically week one was the worst uh, fantasy week one start or yeah. week one week period. Yeah. I think the worst fantasy week since 2016. I think if you had if you had either the Dallas Cowboys defense. <laughs> Or Tyreek Hill on your squad, you probably won. Yeah, most definitely. Or Brandon Ayuk. Anyone who scored uh, more than one touchdown, you probably won. True. That was how it was in my league. I scored a total of 55 points with Lamar. I think I had more than that. but I, With Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Most of Jacobs. my points were from Tony Pollard and Stephon Diggs. Um, the rest of my squad. Naturally. Drake London, Zilch, Zero, yeah. Goose Egg. Well, I could have told you that. Uh, who I else told did I that. start? Rashad White. I wish I did wish, not look very good. I wish we we had a show before the season started. For all that everybody that's listening, we weren't allowed in the booth until this week because Chapman Radio. We love them, but you know, there's a gotta, schedule. They got there's stick a schedule. To it. They got to stick to it. There's 150 shows. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. I was well, the one who told you that. Yeah. Well. Um, just to just to remind you, <laughs> just to keep me up to date. No, no, actually, I found that stat, and I told you. Should we break down uh, Eagles Vikings? I don't know if you paid attention. I to think that game. no. I yeah, I watched the first uh, the first half, and then my stupid girlfriend and I had to go on a stupid date. Wow. Ugh. Priorities, man. Yeah, I know. I'm shocked that she's still with me. Well, honestly. <laughs> well, you know, on, getting back on topic here. That, getting back uh, to football. 
the Vikings and the Eagles really put on a show. Yeah, I know. And Vikings now zero and two. Zero and two, but is that a surprise to good news, bad news, more news listeners? Though Kirk Cousins really showed out, though. Yeah, he did. He didn't fumble twice and didn't embarrass himself on national television. Almost four hundred yards, four touchdowns. Right, and he spread he spread the wealth too, which was really cool. T.J. Hawkinson, big game. Justin Jefferson, as usual, right. big game. Reassuring to see T.J. Hawkinson, two touchdowns. Jordan Crazy. Addison, which I'm kind of pissed off about because I don't know if Carson is listening to this, but I tried, to, I, I tried to trade for him mm. week one. But it was just too soon. But Jordan Addison already looking. He already has two touchdowns. Targeted five times, actually. Wow. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, of course, with 160 yards targeted. Oh yeah, Tyreek Hill is talking about, oh, I want 2,000 receiving yards. Um, Justin Jefferson is, like, on <laughs> fucking pace. I think Justin Jefferson's a little bit ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Eagles did not air it out as much, even though Devonta Smith had 100. DeAndre? Well, they ran Oh, Devonta Smith. Devon- Sorry, yeah, Devonta yeah. Smith, 131 receiving yards to the air, targeted five times. A.G. Brown targeted six. Dallas Goder. Leading the team with seven targets, only wow. twenty-two yards and six receptions. But the take, real star, the real star of the show, was Mr. Hot Hand himself, Mr. Swift. Almost thirty carries, ridiculous, and one hundred and seventy-five yards. Ridiculous. On the I tried to trade for him before the game. Yeah, and it just didn't go through. Yeah. Um, and I really regret not offering more. Yeah. Shockingly, no Kenneth Gainwell. Who he was hurt. He was. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. And I don't think he's ever going to play again. After that performance from DeAndre Swift, because <laughs> not, not only did he get 26 carries and 175 yards, 28 carries, 28, and sorry, 175, yeah. 175 yards on 28 carries is still <laughs> six yards per carry. Yeah, and he had a touchdown, right? Yes, he did, and he wasn't even that involved in the receiving game. No, not at all. He was only targeted three times, which he so brought in. Just, he brought in everything. It was on double. I off. think. I think like going into the season. You, it, maybe some people were low on DeAndre Swift. Lions were out on him. Yeah. Um, so there's kind of some question marks, but he is the most talented running back that the Eagles have. Uh, yeah, that's not – well, I mean, Jalen Hurts, kind of. The talent, okay. He's a talented runner. But not a running back. Not the running back. But and I think so – and the Eagles have still have a top five offensive line. Yeah. It's and a recipe defense. for success. I think one of the biggest metrics for a good defense is their ability to expose fraudulent offensive lines. And Minnesota definitely has one of the worst offensive lines oh, yeah. in the definitely. league right now. Evan in the Tampa game. I mean, like, I think that's going to be the theme this year. And I think that's what I did a lot of my... Oh, we got starts and sits, by the way. Spoiler alert. But we, we got our starts and sits back. Um, But I think, spoiler alert, I think the theme for this year is definitely looking at offensive line play. Because oh, right yeah. now, more than ever, especially with the, like blitz heavy defensive schemes that we're seeing especially in the eagles like oh sirianni and his yeah. schemes that seems to be what's working right now and if your line can't protect the pass let alone the rush like you're just gonna get exposed don't get, don't get me started on offensive lines right now that's tough um <laughs> we'll get it to that with my starts and sits yeah um, that's tough we could do a we can do a week one review as well because there's a couple of games that i want to talk about especially the thursday the last week you, you lead us off i'll i'll spitball off of you okay <coughs> lions and chiefs oh lions won week one they beat the super bowl champs in arrowhead without Two of their best players. They didn't have Chris Jones. And they didn't have Travis Kelsey. Scoreboard. 
Check the score. They won by one point. They, okay, okay. It was still a good against game. against the Chiefs without Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I just you need to. It isn't the same. <laughs> what are you talking about? It isn't the same. <laughs> what are they just, I'll let you have that victory. You won. Yeah, we you won. won, and we're about to win again too. You won, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. But <laughs> you won, so you know it's a win, and a wins what matters. A right? win is but a win. I think I'm just proud that they they were able to capitalize. They they were there in the big moment. Yeah, you know, and even without Travis Kelsey, like beating Patrick Mahomes is never easy. Yeah, that's and, true. But I do just want to acknowledge the fact that they were not at 100%. I think that Patrick Mahomes have be- has beaten better teams with less. I think that's the thing, though. Okay. That still doesn't mean that without Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey, they are a worse team. Patrick Mahomes has beaten better teams with less. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, well, it's okay. Um, that game was fun. Almost cried, but I'm I'm gonna. I, I'll, I was cheering for you. I was I'll, cheering for. The if Lions. the Lions win a if the Lions win a playoff game this year, I will be crying. I will be sad, but I had to be strong. I had to be strong. It's only week one, and that's kind of a. If you want to get into themes, if you want to make it a really thematic season, uh, if you want to talk about themes, I think everybody listening right now, stay strong. It was kind of a tough week. It I'm was. gonna be honest. It was um, a tough week. Fantasy. For fantasy, if you're a football fan, it was kind of. You're a Bengals fan. If you're a Seahawks fan, uh, if you're a Steelers fan, a Vikings fan, Vikings, um, the four Rams fans, Vikings, Vikings, Bears fans, Vikings fans are just rolling in the deep right now. Oh my gosh! I know. Oh my gosh! Poor NFC North. Jets fans, they won, but at what what cost? At what cost? Can we get a wee woo wee woo injury alert? Yeah, we can get a wee woo wee woo. Because we have a big, big we, injury. We will. We've got an injury alert. You almost got to hope it's a cramp. And it wasn't it was, a cramp. It was, it was not, not a cramp. <laughs> it, was a, it was his Achilles rupturing. It was Achilles. Exploded. Aaron Rodgers out for the season. Oh, my God. He's not coming back. He's 40. Never in my life did I expect to feel bad for It's Aaron Zach Wilson Rodgers. time. For the third time. <laughs> for the third time. Three and this times time, charm. And this time, he means it. <laughs> and this time... This is Zach, this is the time. Zach Wilson three electric boog- electric boogaloo. This time he means it. This time he means it. Uh, quick, I, I will rattle off some Jets takes just really quickly. Uh, I think Garrett Wilson value not as bad as some people may say. I I, think, I really agree with you on that one. I think that. Sorry to cut you off. No, please go ahead. I think that all the other pass catchers, their value is zero. No, it, it, actually negative. Negative. I'd say. <laughs> But Garrett Wilson, he is the most talented. It doesn't matter that the other wide receivers have rapport with Aaron Rodgers anymore. Yeah. Garrett, Garrett Wilson has played with Zach Wilson. Right. Right. So they've they've played together. He's also the best wide receiver. He still had a good season last year. Still was trending upwards. His ceiling upwards. is not the same as it was. No, but he's still fringe wide receiver one, I'd say. I'd say he's wide receiver two range for me. I think, but, okay, is he still a must start? Yes. Okay. I think yes. in most, all, all, it, it might depend on their schedule. I think it might come like week 10 and they're playing against some really emerging pass defense. And then I'd say maybe set him. If but you have a stacked wide receiver, receiver room, room yeah. which if you drafted Garrett Wilson, you probably got him in the second round. Yeah. Uh, if you went Diggs, Garrett Wilson, or if you went Cup, uh, Garrett Wilson. Cup, Garrett Wilson is tough. Speaking of which. Yeah. Diggs Garrett Wilson, you still got Diggs. Yeah, that's true. You'll be fine. If you drafted Garrett Wilson, you're most likely comfortable in your wide receiver. I situation. just wanna like I just wanna like share a moment with all my fellow people who drafted Tony Pollard and Stefan Diggs in the first two <laughs> rounds. Like all of you 
with the one twelve. <laughs> all my all my twelfth round all my, picks. Here, or all, my, all, all my twelfth overall picks, thirteenth overall pick. All my brothers and sisters, mostly brothers. I I assume, uh, just the demographic. That's just incredibly the demog- sexist. Just man. the demographics of <laughs> fantasy football. Yeah. Um. I'm 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 loving it. You're loving it. I'm loving it. I was loving Cooper Cup at the eleventh. I was, but he's on IR now, uh, which is fine. It's Puka season. Well, actually, you heard, you, coo- you heard a Koopa? It's Puka. It's Puka. Well, actually, Puka Nakua season may be uh, abbreviated because he's he, questionable. He has been questionable. He sat out today with a strained oblique, I believe. Strained oblique. Uh, I'm not uh, worried. Well, it might require it might require surgery because oblique injuries aren't just. Get into some sports science here. If you think about last season with Alan Lazard, he was one of the biggest oblique injuries there and obliques are nothing it's a it's a damage to tear to your muscle and it's something that is big in terms of well, running we didn't hear we didn't hear tear we heard strain a strain if he so well, gonna, let's wait for news let's right. wait for news because people strain muscles all the time right but obliques is one of the biggest muscles in terms of your stride and your gait right. because Every time you're moving your arms, you are using that oblique. And every time you move those hands, you're using the oblique. I think if Pukunuku plays, I don't know if he'll have the same, like... We'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, Okay. Any other games Um, that you are interested in talking about? I have a couple tidbits about each game. Broncos and Raiders, only 17 drives total. Which is outrageous. Falcons had a good running game. Passing game is looking to be established. Desmond Ritter kind of looks like Schmeh. Yeah. Saints-Titans. Titans have a horrible, horrible pass defense. Saints getting everybody involved, really. Saints, Derek Carr is good enough. To support three receivers. To support three receivers. Um, and three talented receivers. At that, yeah. Rahid Shahid, Michael Thomas. Rashid Shahid. Rahid, what did I say? Rahid Hashid. Rashid Shahid. It's Rashid Shahid. Rashid Shahid. I know. I have him on my roster. Ro William. And Chris Olave and Michael Thomas. All three kind of different styles of wide receivers. Yeah, it really is. But they kind of all are good at their, like, Respective roles, roles. yeah. And so, you know, like, I'm excited. I'd be happy to have any of them on my roster. Yeah. Even Michael Thomas. I think where you got Rashid Shahid, he's probably the best value. Because yeah. you probably just picked him up off the waivers. And if you got, I know I did. And you have Chris Olave, you know, kind of back half of the second round. If you drafted him, then he's a good value. And if Chris Olave is great value. If you have Michael Thomas, he's playing, so that's great value right there. And, and you, you probably got him late. Me? Yeah, I got him in like the 10th round. 10th round? And that's he's, great he's, value. He's starting. He's starting. That's great me. value. 10th round. Uh, Chargers, Dolphins. Chargers oh. had 225 total ground yards. Oh Dolphins absolutely aerated it with Waddle, as to be expected. Two looks good and healthy, but hopefully mm-hmm. he doesn't uh, explode. Uh, Colts, Jaguars. Colts, Jaguars. Anthony Richardson looked Anthony, real. Best, uh, best first-round quarterback out of anybody. Brees Young. And, so far. So far. Uh, I mean, it, they've had one game under their belts, so I'd still give them time. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give him time. Um, but Anthony Richardson did look the best yeah. out of all of them. Oh, my God. One. I think it's – I don't know if it's like – Deion Jackson looked horrible. <laughs> this is really bad for Deion Jackson owners. Given, <laughs> Let me tell you. Given the volume, like he was given the keys and he dropped the keys twice. He fumbled them. Twice. <laughs> he, dare I say fumbled the keys. He fumbled them twice. Yeah. You know who didn't fumble? Travis Etienne on purpose. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, but – Fumble forward? He – 
Trevor Lawrence fumbled forward, and Travis Etienne picked it up, and then DeForest Buckner knocked it out of his hands when he was just standing there. So it's technically a recorded fumble, but but he didn't really fumble on purpose. Uh, Commanders Cardinals happened. Uh, <laughs> Bears <laughs> Bears Packers Bears Packers. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's one thing notable. Sam Howell wasn't bad. <laughs> Sam Howell wasn't bad. And, and? And? There was a pick six. Yes, there was. And? And? Brian Robinson looked like he was leading the backfield. <laughs> Three things. Jahan My Dotson th- looked good. Jahan Dotson. Dotson did not look good. He looked good. The eyebrowless Jahan Dotson. Dude. Curtis Samuel. Played. The resurgence. <laughs> Don't call it. I tried to trade him for like ten, <laughs> ten weeks last year. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that's all I had to say. That's about all that I had game. to say about that game. And then the only one that I want to talk about. I know you don't want to talk about the Seahawks Rams game. The no, Bear- I'll, I'll talk about it. The Bears Packers game. Uh, poor Bears fans. Justin Fields. Uh, this is what you call regressing to the mean. <laughs> this is what you call doing the bare minimum for people to still <laughs> not be mad at you. The um, bare minimum. Yeah. I'd be, do you want to put a? Do you want to make a little wager just for fun? No money, but just a little wager. Okay. What week do you think people are gonna? I we had this discussion like two days ago. Oh, okay. I was eating a sandwich. It's hard to measure this. That's the only thing. What week, if you're willing to wager, what week do you think people start blaming Justin Fields and start calling for the Bears to tank? Three, three weeks, really? Week three. Week three. I'm gonna be a little bit more conservative and say week eight. I think it's gonna be week three. We'll be on Justin Fields' watch. Here he's been in the league for two years. If he has really bad weeks, like two and three, yeah, I mean that's very likely. I mean, who are the Bears playing next? The the Bucks. Ooh, no. Yep. Are you? Oh yeah, they're right. This yeah. is the Rashad White redemption game. Seriously, I mean, if if there's any game, if there's any guy that Rashad White can play, I think also the Bucks. I'm real. This is, uh, you know, this is really funny because a lot of my starts and sits have something to to do with these. Kind of week one happenings. Oh, shocker! But I talk a little bit in my starts and sits about the Bears' fraudulent offensive line. I mean, they have a, a couple rookies on them. They drafted one first overall. He looked all right, but the Bears' offensive line is fraudulent. And if the Vikings Bucks game, if there's one takeaway, it's that the Bucks can at least expose, survive, survive, and expose fraudulent offensive lines. And they're I'm, gonna fight. They're gonna fight, and I'm expecting that. If there's one thing Baker's gonna do. It's gonna be. He's gonna be angry. He's gonna be. He's gonna be pissed. And he's gonna have. He's. I swear. He's got a revenge arc against five teams now. I know. He needs to like. I feel like he needs to like shave his head. Yeah. And like wear and eye, his eyebrows and his eyebrows <laughs> and change his name to Don Dawson. <laughs> okay. well, for the listeners at home, do me a favor. When you're not, if you're not driving, look up a photo of Jahan Dotson. And I think that did he shave them or does he just I, not have them? I don't fucking know. Because I want to be respectful here. He might have Appalachia. I know Josh Dobbs. Maybe you're thinking of Josh Dobbs, Joshua Dobbs, the the car the quarterback. Oh my god, I am talking yeah, about he Josh has, Dobbs. He has he has he uh, has. Fuck, I was gonna. Does he actually have Appalachia? Yeah, he does. Oh, okay. So I've just so, been making fun of so, my man with Appalachia. So you're, All right, cool. You're kind of a fucking scumbag. Oh, man. Wait, no, he has hair in this photo. Oh, <laughs> dude. No, he has That's, hair. Do you know how it works? It's okay. We're not gonna get into. <laughs> we're not gonna get into the size of that police. You're a scumbag. I am a scumbag. <laughs> I am a scumbag. Uh, 
Jahan Dotson has <laughs> has eyebrows. Jahan Dotson, the, eyebrow hat. Everyone, at, everyone at home who just looked up Jahan Dotson and saw like, eyebrows. What the fuck? God. That's so fun. I can't believe I'm on a show with you. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe I shared a booth with you. It is awesome. Wow. This booth is so hot. I don't, it is it's, really it's hot. Fucking, it's humid so in here. Hot. I got to take off my shirt, honestly. Just don't. like, get, yeah, what? Do it? Okay, let's go to starts and sits. Are we ready for our starts and sits? Let's do I'm, it. I'm, I'm doing Good it. Bad More presents this week's fantasy picks. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. I'm feeling ready. Yeah. Who would you? Who would like the? Do you want the honors? I'll, I'll take the. Do honors. you want the honors? Let's yeah. see it. You want to start with sits or starts? I don't know. Let's start with starts. Starts. First one. Ready? Yeah. Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Okay. I think that going forward, and this isn't just this week, I think pretty much every week this year, now that Aaron Rodgers is hurt, they're going to be leaning on the running game. Mm -hmm. And now that they have two talented, proven number one guys, they're just going to be feeding him. I don't know if Dalvin Cook, you could call Dalvin Cook's performance last Monday as a proven he's done it before that's all i'm saying yeah but he's done it before and he's not the he's not the number one Brees hall is he doesn't have to be the number one what's he gonna 1a 1b type and so and so i think that going forward you can be happy starting Brees hall and you can be okay with starting dalvin cook against the cowboys really yeah really yeah really yep really i would start them really and no passing upside dalvin cook against the kicking he can catch passes Hello? You just had a visitor. Do we just have a visitor? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's Dalvin Cook. Uh, he's pissed. So he's pissed. That's, my, that's my first one, if you want to go. I have a I have a, a, a Cook as a starter. James. But it's actually James Cook. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Bills have a rushing attack now. I don't know if you know this, but... Does it involve James? It involves James Cook. Mr. 12 carries James Cook against the Jets. Still producing uh i think i was quite happy with second year running back james cook in his performance on monday bills couldn't establish the passing game oh there's our visitors hey i think the the jets when they couldn't establish a passing game they relied or sorry on the bills when they couldn't establish a passing game ugh, i got distracted they relied on james cook and they're better offensive line and i think that they showed that they can trust him that they believe in him and we like James Cook here at Good Bad More, don't we? Do. we? Yeah, do. I like him. We like him. We're, I'm a fan of Cooks. I'm a fan of Cooks. We like to cook here. Uh, Bill's Brand, playing Brandon too. Pretty good. We like Brandon Cooks too. We do. Yeah. Unrelated. Not a related cook. He had an all right game. Jets no, but number one just, receiver. just unrelated. Like not related to fantasy at all. No, I think we just like. No, Brandon not cook. not related to Dalvin Cook and James Cook, who are brothers. Yeah, I'm just talking like in football. We just okay. like the guy. He's a friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. <laughs> he's a friend of the show. He calls in. Um, he's playing. James Cook is playing the Raiders. Uh, Bill's looking to bounce back offensively, and I'm expecting aggressiveness, explosiveness, and a good amount of red zone opportunities. If you are flexing James Cook, or if he's your RB two, I think you should feel good about this. Uh, good high upside play if you're wanting to win this week. I'd say. Okay. Okay. Ready for my second start. Yeah, let's it's hear it. Elijah Moore. What? And I've been on Elijah. I'm I'm on the Elijah Moore train. Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland Browns. Elijah Cleveland Moore? Browns. Elijah Moore. And hear me out. 
hear me out. I'm listening. Let that Week one, in. they won. You know, Deshaun Watson didn't look great. That they did. Yeah. But they beat the Bengals, who looked awful. In the rain. In the rain. In the rain. In and the here's, rain. That's what my point was, is that Nick Chubb, huge game. And we know he can do that. Yeah. We know he can carry it. And, 160-something but yards on the ground, no touchdowns. Elijah Moore had seven targets. Ooh. Seven targets. Had the most receiving yards, more than Mari Cooper. Um, and this is in a game where it's raining. You know, it's harder to pass, harder to catch. I think that going forward, Elijah Moore has wide receiver three flex upside. I'd be happy slotting him in my in my flex slot. Yeah. And what are the chances that Elijah Moore is on people's waivers right now? He should be rostered. He should be rostered. He should be rostered. But if but, he's there. But if he's there, you need him. Yeah. And they're up against the Steelers, who just got torched. Absolutely blitzed. Absolutely just destroyed. Yeah. Uh, by the Niners. And the Browns aren't as good as the Niners, but I still think the Browns can shellac them. I think that uh, a whooping is in the future for the the Steelers this week. And I think that Elijah Moore has a ton of upside. We know what he can do. We know what he's done. Um, I'll agree. I'll agree. The talent is there. And the, we're target just load, the, the target load is there, too. Most talent and target load. We're just waiting for the situation, the stars to align. I think if it's ever going to happen, it's this year. And who knows? Maybe it's the week. Yeah. Good high upside play. Definitely. All right. My start, it's Puka Nakua. Just kidding. It's not. I mean, you, you could start him. I don't know if I would. If he's, if he's healthy. If he's healthy, sure. I would also say start Tutu Atwell if you have him as well. I like Tutu Atwell, especially with this Puka Nakua injury. I might start him. But my other start is Michael Thomas, actually, against the Panthers. Are we biased? Are we, we might be a little biased. I'm biased with Elijah Moore, that's for sure. I have Michael Thomas on one of my fantasy teams, and I'm starting him out of desperation. But that doesn't mean that you should, too, because I think that he is a very— you, That doesn't mean you shouldn't. That doesn't mean you shouldn't, right. Okay. Just because you're not desperate like right. I am. Um, Maybe not in your wide receiver one slot. <laughs> maybe as a flex wide receiver one Michael Thomas or or maybe as a flex spot or maybe in if you're in a deep league your second flex spot right I think Michael Thomas is a, a comfortable start I think that against the Panthers especially we saw the run game established with Atlanta but I don't think the Panthers missing JC Horn are going to be able to contain so you got but a JC Horn was not going to be on Michael Thomas. No, he's going to be on Chris Olave, but that means that they have their cornerback two on Chris Olave, and now some schmuck is on Michael Thomas. And I think his experience is going to be good. The target share, even though Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid, Rashid Shahid, even though that they have significantly more fantasy points, the target load was relatively even. Olave eight, Shahid seven, Michael Thomas seven. So... I think the volume is there for him to have a good game. Not this, the same upside as the other two, I wouldn't say. Not at all. I, it, the I, big play upside isn't as big. Right, but I think if you have Rashid, Rashid, Rashid Shahid, Shahid <laughs> and Chris Olave, you're going to start them no matter what. I would be starting every single Saints receiver this week, honestly, wow. just for the high. See, I disagree. Just I for think, the upside play, I think the honestly. Saint you need to start this week is Jamal Williams. Really? I said that. I, didn't, I don't think that they're going to get the, the rushing game going against the Panthers, TBH. You know who just got the rushing game going against the Panthers, and that's all they did, and they won? The Falcons. 
Yeah, the number one rush offense. In the you know why league. they're the number one rush offense? Because they've only played against the Panthers, <laughs> and they only ran the ball. Okay. And the Panthers fair. couldn't do anything about it. Listen, I'm going to make a, a little bold prediction, and I may be tilting here, but I'm calling fraud watch on Jamal Williams already. Wow. I'm throwing the fraud flag on Jamal one Williams. One year, he's not a on lion. And now he's dead. He's dead to me, essentially. No, I'm throwing the fraud flag on Jamal. You're just scared that DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams are going to have huge weeks on different teams. They might. They might. I don't think that he might go the distance, but he's not going to get the Saints there. You know, I think he'll get a touchdown this week. He might, and I think he's going to get a solid chunk of yards. I think he'll probably get. I think it'll get you a good 15 points this week. If I was a gambling man, I would smash the Jamal carry o- Jamal Williams over on carries. Oh, for sure. I would smash the under on yards. Wow. Though. Wow. I think Ridiculous. we're looking at above. You know what? What the hell? I'm 21. I can gamble now. Let's look up what the Jamal Williams. We don't have too much time. So while carries. you're doing that. Yes, please go. I have uh, a few more. One of them. Actually, I have four but I'm going to kind of do a little speed round here. Okay. So I have Rashad White, which we talked a little bit out about earlier. Like, not a very inspiring week one performance. He's against the Bears now, who also just got torched in the run game. <laughs> yes. If there's any game where Rashad White's going to be good, it's this one. It's going to be this and one. And if he's not good in this game, it's not looking good for us Rashad White owners. Us Rashad White brothers and some sisters. And some sisters. <laughs> uh, Samaje Pirine. That's your start. That's a start. Actually, uh, I have Samaj and Javante as my sits. Actually, against who are they playing? They're playing the Jets. I would start Samaj. You would start Samaj. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll hear you. Uh, I just think he's good. And he's, that's it. He's talented. He's da- and that's it. I have sit Samaj P Ryan and Javante Williams, and this is f- coming from. Well, should I go through my the rest of my starts real quick? If you want. Romeo Dobbs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Romeo Dobbs. Jordan Love. Romeo Dobbs connection is there. I don't care if Christian Watson is there. It's Romeo Dobbs. Is Christian Watson playing? Sam Laporta. Is he playing this week? Christian Watson? He might be. That's okay. questionable. Sam Laporta, though. Sam Laporta. Mm-hmm. Against your Seahawks? Got a lot of targets last week. Yeah. And the Seahawks aren't great against tight ends. They're okay. not a great tight end uh, stopping team. I think Sam Laporta could have some good volume. Yeah. And if you're if you need a tight end, if you got him on the waivers, yeah, I think you're probably playing. I think I think you're definitely smash starting Sam Laporta this week. Definitely. I'm gonna cede to you. Okay. I'll can I want to I want to continue my little Samaj P run and Javante Williams rant for a sec because both Finn and I are both Javante Williams and Samaj P run believers respectively. Uh, but I'm just not I'm not really loving the whole Jags defense against the run. Javante projected 13 and a half PPR league and higher in full just because of that passing upside, something that Samaj doesn't have, just saying. See, that's what you'd you'd think, but actually Samaj got more pass catches yeah. towards the end of the year in the Bengals last year than Joe Mixon. Yeah, but Joe Mixon doesn't catch balls. He, that's he what run, he's supposed to do. He runs them. See, Javante Williams is supposed to catch footballs. Samaje Piran is a much better pass catcher than you're giving him credit for. I'm, that's fine, but that doesn't mean that he's better. He's worse than Javante Williams. This is besides the point here because the Jags only allowed 65 total rushing yards against a pretty strong Colts offensive attack. So I don't think that the Broncos have a better offensive rushing attack than them. Sorry, you say pretty strong Colts. 
who were the running backs last week for the Colts? I said uh, offensive line. You said offensive attack. Yeah, offensive attack, and that's I meant like offensive line. So Dion Jackson. I'm talking like Anthony. Was the Rich- I'm talking Anthony Richardson design runs type B. But you see what I'm saying? Get like swallowed up by the Jags, which they did. Dion Jackson was the starting. I'm running not back. saying Dion Jackson. I was expecting a big game, and I'm shocked that he had like 32 yards. I'm saying that the Colts, the rushing game is not completely like tossed out the window because they have the the talent on the offensive line to support a good rushing attack. I just think that the Jags were able to quash any of the I just don't think it's really hard <laughs> to quash like what they were had going. All right. The... And do you think that the Broncos rushing attack is any better then? Definitely better than the Colts. <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll Definitely see. better than the we'll Colts. We'll see, Finn. We'll see, Finn. I don't expect them to do anything crazy and it stinks because I also have to start uh, Javante Williams. I wish I didn't, but do you have any more sits? I do. I have a, a sit George Pickens actually. Okay. With uh, Deontay Johnson out with a hamstring. He's okay. definitely out for week one. Uh, he'll have so much target load. <laughs> but I'd say play it safe for now. There's too many wide receivers on the Steelers. Yeah. Who's you know. on? You got James Allen Washington. Robinson. James Washington as well. Calvin Austin got six targets, six catches. Pat Fryermuth. Pat well. Fryermuth might be hurt. But oh, yeah, that's right. He took a big shot. But there's just a lot of mouths. And... <laughs> not one of them is re- none of them are clearly emerging as no, like not number at all. one. So it's kind of a sticky situation for That's a bad offense. I think that a lot of some I would be, avoid that offense. I think for any of you more casual players who at least pay attention to football but not, you know, maybe they might be a little new. George Pickens seems like a really good start because he is now the the projected and listed wide receiver one. But I just I'm a little bit hesitant. I hope that he does well. He's extremely talented. Love the guy reach that magical over 450 passing yards as a as a rookie so he should be having a good season this year i just think this week not so much uh he's against the browns too with denzel ward on him and like i'm just he's i think he's gonna have to grow into that role for a little bit while deontay johnson is out i'm not this is not a diss against george pickens i'm just saying right now pump the brakes a little bit Ultra horses. I am also gonna say sit brandon Ayuk as well coming off of a big big game against who I don't even know who the Niners are playing. I just don't like the Brandon Ayuk hype, honestly. Let me let Brandon me... Ayuk is, has like consistently been graded as one of the best pass catchers in the NFL. Right. Over his career. Right. They're playing the Rams. I don't think that I don't think that Brandon Ayuk is nearly as much involved as he was last uh, last week. I think that's that... a that's a high bar though. I know, I know. I just, again, I think this is a little bit of a pumping of the brakes. I think that there are a little bit better flex plays because you're not, what, Brandon Ayuk is not your wide receiver, too. If it is. If he was, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be upset right now. But if, like, Brandon Ayuk is your wide receiver, too, then you definitely have other options at wide receiver. Um, so I'm going to say if you have somebody else to play instead of Brandon Ayuk that's right around that level, I say play them. I don't think that Brandon Ayuk is a, a guaranteed anything. You'd flex him? I think in half the time I would flex Brandon Ayuk. Okay. But there's a lot of other players that I think have better opportunities this this week. And for yeah. my final start, I have Cole Komet against Tampa Bay. Okay. Like we it. saw Cole Komet, uh, most targets on the Bears last week. Uh, Bears had a pretty poor offensive line performance, mm-hmm. and Cole Komet was his dump-off guy, I expect, after the Tampa Bay 
Vikings game, I'm expecting a lot of the same with a collapsing offensive line, lots of pressure on Justin Fields. I think as a waiver, you know, kind of a waiver fringe tight end one, Cole Komet, going to be seeing a lot of targets again, could make some more opportunities. I'm expecting like eight points out of him, which is great for the tight end position right now. You'll take it. I'll take it. So absolutely, I'd say smash start Cole Komet. All right. For my sits, let's start off. It pains me to say, sit Gino. Oof. Don't even think about starting Gino. <laughs> I w- it's actually, depending on who's on your waivers, depending on how deep your league is, I would drop Gino for like Brock Purdy probably this week. And that is like, you guys don't even understand how hard it is for me to say that. Yeah. I'm uh, shocked that those words were bequeathed. There's, there's a lot of better plays than Gino Smith this week. And the reason being, the Seahawks are missing both of their starting tackles which is kind of a big deal when it comes yeah. to pass protection. It's tough. Um, and so I think you should temper your expectations with Geno Smith. I think you should also temper your expectations with Seahawks wide receivers. So definitely don't even think about starting Jackson Smith and Jigba. This is not the week. Uh, right. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, I think you can get away with, maybe yeah. in a flex spot. I would not... I wouldn't be happy if one of those was my wide receiver two on this week. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf, you know, has touchdown upside. Um, Tyler Lockett has touchdown upside. They both. As well. I think they both can't. One of them will probably still have an okay week. Um, one of them might get a touchdown. Get it a, sounds get like targets. it sounds like you're expecting a blowout. Lions Seahawks. I don't know if it'll be a blowout. You guys, Seahawks, as much as I, it pains me to say, Seahawks usually play well against the Lions. They, you know, they Pete do. Pete Carroll's pretty good at it's, And also, Sean McVay kind of has Pete Carroll's number. So mm-hmm. it's, I don't think the Seahawks are as bad as they looked last week. Um, so I think it'll be closer than people might be expecting, but yeah. I still don't think that you should go into this week expecting the Seahawks' pass catchers yeah. to produce a ton with Geno under all the pressure that he's going to be under. Yeah, um, I expect that. I would also say sit Puka Nakua. Ooh, hello. Especially if, with this injury hello. That's report that's come out. Yeah. I wouldn't, especially, so a few factors in this. The injury, right? We don't really know a lot about yet. Also, they're playing the Niners, and I just don't like starting anybody against the Niners. I'm complimenting the Niners a lot right now, <laughs> and it's kind of it's kind of like hurting my soul I know. a little this bit. This has been a really tough episode for you. It, it has, um, but... <laughs> I just fantasy objective perspective, like I am not interested in starting against the Niners, and so Rams backfield too. I I don't like Cam Akers. I don't like Kyron Williams. Neither of them I would want on my starting lineup this week, Um, especially since it's not a clear who's the number one, Um, and they're playing against one of the best defenses. Just avoid that situation entirely. Would you start Matthew Stafford? No. Okay. If I had the choice, probably not. Would you start any Rams offensive players? No, probably not. Not even Tyler Higby? If I had to, maybe. Okay. But, like, I just don't think it's worth it this week. Okay. So, calling a wash on the, on the, Rams, on the Rams, I would not. All right. It's just a bad situation. Yeah. If Puka was fully healthy, maybe yeah. you could consider flexing him. Um, also, to keep it rolling, uh, on the topic of the Seahawks game, I'm saying sit or temper expectations. You don't have to sit on David Montgomery. Okay. Because Seahawks defense looked atrocious last week, but the one thing that they did really well was was stopping the run game. 
and that's what they have David Montgomery there for. I think Jameer Gibbs could still possibly have a good game um, with his pass-catching upside, with his explosiveness on the outside. Uh, but David Montgomery, I don't think this is the game, the, the game script, the recipe for him to have a big week, a big success. Uh, he could still, just through sheer volume, probably... He could he could he could, he could fall start. he could fall into a touchdown he or could, two you know so I don't think you could, you could be too mad about starting him no but there there are a lot better options like I would I would play like a I mean I would play like a Pacheco over oh, David Montgomery yeah I would definitely this week um, and then Pacheco my last sit Kenneth Walker over my last sit is Brian Robinson oh, okay um, can you pull up real quick who they're playing the Commanders the Commanders are playing. This week, they are playing the Broncos. Yeah. Sit Brian Robinson. Wait, wait, wait. Back up. They're not paying. Oh, my God. They are playing the Broncos. I Similar to Niners defense, Broncos defense, really good. Josh Jacobs just had a bad game. Oh, I made an oopsies. I thought the Broncos were playing the Jags, but they're playing the Commanders. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That changes everything. Wow. Mafa OG. Wow. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The Jack. Oh, man. I got confused. Don't listen to any of Ryan's picks. Only listen to my picks. I got week. a little confused. Brian Robinson playing the Broncos. Broncos, great run defense. Yeah. Josh Jacobs did not have a good week. Yeah. He really ran into, he ran into a wall. Brian least. Robinson is going to hit the exact same wall. So mm-hmm. I, I would not feel as confident. Even though he had a big week one, he's looking like he's got a bigger share of the pool. Absolutely. It's going to be iffy starting him this week. I'd only flex him if you if you have the choice. All right. I'd like to abbreviate, or I would like to... We're out of time, so you got to make it quick. I would like to put an asterisk on my Javante and Samaje claims, because this was under the assumption that they were playing against the Jags. I would play both of them against the Commanders. Yep. But I would yep. also, that being said, I'm not sure if I like Isaiah Pacheco against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So... Okay. Okay. Uh, temper your expectations with Isaiah Pacheco. We're going to have to see. But I made a big oopsies. My fault. First episode. Well, you clarified. Just shaking the rust off. So, yeah. But that's it. That's, that's all we got episode. for today. Yeah. Hopefully you take away a lot from this. Uh, that Ryan doesn't know who Jahan Dotson is. That's a big takeaway from this. Yeah. Um, um, I'm incredibly insensitive. It's true. Towards the hairless. Um, and that you guys should watch... The WNBA playoffs. Follow the WNBA. Um, find your team. Find your team. Find your players. So, yeah, that's it. I guess that's the first episode, huh? Yep. And coming up next, oh, same same wavelength. The incomparable same wavelength. Back with their first episode. I'm really excited. Me too. Huh. Do, you so know, do you know what the theme stay is? Tuned in. Do you know what the theme is? I don't. Can yeah. you tell me? I don't know. Do you know what the theme is? No, I have no idea. Oh, I don't know what the theme is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, all right, all right we, should, we should go off. Yeah, there. we should probably go. Anyways, this has been Good News, Bad News, More News, mm, Sports. This has been Ryan, the permanent guest. And this is Finn is fine. We'll see you later. See ya. You know what's big enough? All niggas don't know how to act. I got my West Coast connection. These down the street industry, my 